Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. Good morning. I hope you're well. Um, let's get right into the news. Now you're probably thinking, "Wow, why is it taking you so long? Why is it taking you so long to do another podcast?" I do apologize. I am sorry. I did one yesterday. I will be doing these very, very regularly from now on. Let's go straight into sneaker news. Here's where to buy Selena Gomez's favorite $80 sneakers before they sell out. If you want to snag a pair of these trendy 80s inspired kicks, act first. They're sold out almost everywhere. Beloved pop star, superstar and autoimmune disease warrior, Selena Gomez broke her silence after a four-month social media hiatus with two posts on Instagram last week. And in one of them, she's sporting super trendy Puma sneakers that are sold out almost everywhere. And get this, they're only $80. Yep, available in five colors. Hmm, what are the colors? Well... You can get them in Puma Cali sneakers, which are $80 on Zephos.com. Feature the signature Puma logo and have a chunky 80s inspired look. And while they're totally stylish, they're, all, they're also designed for complete comfort with foam pad leather material and soft cushioned insoles. Gomez, who launched her exclusive Strongle collection with Puma in December, is sporting the right... Right... Right, 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 white on black colorway in her Instagram post. Now, if you didn't know, Selena Gomez did share an Instagram post last week. And what was her caption? Hmm, lots to look forward to in 2019. I can't wait to share the projects I've been working on with you. The first one is here, Cali Sneakers by at Puma Sport Style. Given Gomez's enormous fan base, it's no surprise that they're currently sold out in most colors in the official Puma site. But don't worry, you can still snag these best-selling sneakers from Zappos and Amazon as long as you act fast before they inevitably sell out from those sites too. Now you're probably thinking, what colors, husband, what colors? Well, I'll tell you, don't worry. You've got the white with black insoles. You've got the black sneaker with um, black insoles. You've got the uh, white sneaker with grey insoles as well. Excuse me while I eat my bounty. <laughs> now to buy these beautiful little sneakers, it costs you $80 on zappos.com or amazon.com. But you know, she's a bit Selena Gomez. She's very, very unpredictable. But you know that status of celebrity. Absolutely phenomenal. And you're probably thinking, hmm, what else is in the news? Well, well, well. Let's have a look. Now, there's been a lot. Um... Alex Salmon says he's innocent of any criminality after being charged by police. Former Scottish First Minister Alex Salmon says, has said he's innocent of any criminality whatsoever as he appeared in court after being arrested and charged by police. Mr. Salmon says he refused these allegations of criminality. However, he added, the only thing I can say is I refute absolutely these allegations of criminality and I'll defend myself to the utmost in court. I've got the great faith in the court system in Scotland and 
that is where I will state my case. Police Scotland have been investigating sexual harassment complaints from two women against the former Scottish National Party leader. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Elon Musk has been in the news again with his SpaceX rocket Starship being damaged after high winds blew it over in Texas. Oh, Lord. I'm here. Space, SpaceX owner Elon Musk says the craft will take weeks to repair. After its nose cone was damaged when it fell. SpaceX's glamorous retro looking new rocket Starship Hopper has suffered a dramatic setback after high winds in Texas caused it to topple and suffer damage. Let me just, I do apologize, excuse me, I'm just going to be eating my bounty. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Marvelous. Let's get into celebrity. Enough of Elon Musk. I've already done a lot, a lot of podcasts slash YouTube videos on Elon Musk. I think we need to leave him at the spotlight for a bit. So let's move on to our next topic. Oh, here we go. Venezuela's president gives us diplomatic staff, U.S. diplomatic staff, 72 hours to leave the country. After Donald Trump's backing of National Assembly, President Juan Guaido, who has declared himself the interim leader of Venezuela, the ruling president, Nicolas Maduro, has severed all diplomatic has <coughs> sorry, severed, my bad, severed. All diplomatic ties with the U.S. The Venezuelan opposition says Maduro's leadership isn't legitimate and plan to hold fresh elections. Several other countries, including Canada and Brazil, have joined the U.S. in supporting Guaido. Up to also a little video here, but we won't be playing that at the moment. Oh, let's see what else has been happening in the news. Let's talk about some football here. Now, according according to. According to According to Cristiano Ronaldo's short-term target with Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo played the worst game of his Juventus career against Chievo last Monday. CR7 missed a penalty and a couple of easy goal-scoring opportunities, but Juventus still managed to seal an easy 3-0 win against the Serie A strugglers despite his last negative performance. La Gazzetta dello Sport writes Ronaldo's form is improving day by day. 
His short-term target is to be as fit as possible next month when the old lady will meet Atletico Madrid in the Champions League at the one, the Metropolitano. Ronaldo returned to Juventus training today after enjoying a day off yesterday. It's funny when they say enjoying a day off because he was actually in court yesterday having to sign a 20 million or 21 million pound um fine. <laughs> he had to sign the paper. He basically pledged. He goes, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Oh, now we have news coming out of Real Madrid. And apparently, Marcelo puts on weight easily. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, I know what, he's a footballer. He's a Brazilian footballer approaching 33 years of age. And, um, of course, he needs to eat. Footballers do run a lot. But, hmm, Bernd Schuster discussed Marcelo's fluctuating form to Undercero El Transista show. The Real Madrid left-back has come under increasing scrutiny following a number of displays in which he's looked lethargic and has struggled to regain position for Madrid's most recent game, Santiago Slorari has relegated the Brazilian to the subs bench. Presumably for the player's struggle to keep his weight down, Solari insisted yesterday that no member of his squad is guaranteed a starting place, although he did not point Although he did point out that Marcel is the most decorated player in his position during the last decade, but if his form has dipped when he has no option to bench him. Goodness gracious. I really don't think um Marcelo is uh, having a weight issue. Schuster explained that every team has players who are susceptible to putting on weight. <coughs> Excuse me. When they aren't playing regularly, and then it becomes hard for them to lose those excess kilos. He compared Marcelo to another player he coached during his time at Real Madrid, Wesley Snyder. In every squad where there are three or four players who have problems keeping their weight down, those players tend to put on weight easily, in the same way that others never put any weight on, even if they scuff your plate of food as well as their own. Some players from my time at the club, for instance, Snyder, are at risk because they get injured, then they are inactive, they're not training or playing matches, they put on weight easily, and it becomes very, very difficult for them to shed those extra kilos, as it is for everyone else, until you start playing and get back into a rhythm. You're not going to drop your weight. Some players are built that way. And I know that Marcelo is one of them. He puts on weight with ease. And so he needs to be very careful. Especially if he gets injured. He needs to stay on top of it. Otherwise he'll continue having the same kind of problems he's having now. Okay. Well... What do I have? What do I make of that? All oh, this absolutely bullshit. Why is it bullshit? You're probably asking. I don't know why. Don't ask me. And uh, I know why. If you're a player who's been playing at the same club for about 15 years in a country like Spain, who is suffering, a you know, he's in an economical crisis. You are going to, of course, of course. There's no escaping this. You are going to be eating a lot of food. Now, you're probably thinking, hmm, what's the economical crisis got to do with this? Well, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, food in Spain isn't exactly the most expensive. Now, with a salary of 250,000 euros a week, you can easily scuff down a lot of food. (laughs) You know what's sad, though? Moving on to more transfer news. 
Chelsea have signed Gonzalo Higuain. Now you're probably thinking, why is that so sad, huh? He just literally come from, hmm, yep, AC Milan. This boy has moved clubs more than you girls moved from me. <laughs> just joking. I'm an idiot, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> but Twitter never really, really reacted very great to that. Hmm? Why do you mean they never reacted very great? Well, what I mean by that is they never really had the best reaction. In fact, they didn't like it. Why? Hmm. Guess what, though? Pogba has been told to stop driving like a wanker. Yes, indeed. A wanker, that is. The note which says, Stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of Pogba's £250,000 Rolls-Royce Wraith. Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a... Hmm... What was he greeted by? What was he greeted by? Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a sweary note and a parking ticket after returning to his car near a train station. The note which says stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of his 250,000 Rolls Royce. It's Manchester United's 90 million pound store had travelled down to London from Wilmsow. Was on station on Saturday and Sunday night and had left his luxury motor there overnight. However, when he returns yesterday, he will have been greeted by the note and a parking ticket. It's not known who put the note there when prompted them to do it or if Pogba was even driving the car. The car was parked in a marked bay at the pay and display car park, so it's believed he must have been fined for overstaying. On previous occasions, he has been, been seen being chauffeur driven by in the car. One onlooker told the MEN Manchester Evening News it was struck on the windscreen and it was pretty clear why he said I don't think he'll be too happy. We didn't see anyone put it there. It could be a teammate having a laugh or it could be a City fan winding him up. Who knows? I'm sure he's not bothered about the parking ticket that will be small change to him. To be honest though, if you look at the picture, the pictures look rather, rather, rather funny. Uh, there's a little Voxel Astra on the right. Then we have a little Mercedes E-Class on the left. Then you have his huge £250,000 um, Rolls Royce there. Pogba was pictured with an Australian couple and they trained to London on Sunday night. Who's this? Who's Australian couple? I wonder. I don't know who. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Um, moving on. The Reds will be looking to continue the renaissance under caretaker boss Ali Gunnar which has been seen them win seven games under Trot and Pogba, 25, returns to the team after a period out on in the cold under former boss Jose Mourinho. Anyway, why is Co and Real Madrid are broken? Again, more news. Let's get off news about football. <laughs> Done my news about football. There's been a lot, a lot of things going on um, in the YouTube space. Now you're probably thinking, hmm. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. I may have burped a bit. Let's go to the news. Where's the news? Where is the news? There it is. Brilliant. Now, for those of you who don't know who the Dolan Twins are, the Dolan Twins are a very, 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 very popular. Would you say? Pairing? No, I'd say twins. They're very popular twins on YouTube who have a channel with over 8 million subscribers. Now, you're probably... Th 
Now you're probably thinking, hmm, okay, 8 million subscribers, but why are they in the news? Well, YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan begged their fans not to crush their dad's funeral. YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan have requested their fans don't turn up at their father's funeral after a hashtag started trending suggesting they were planning to crush the memorial. My lord. The pair known together online as the Dolan twins both tweeted about the heartbreaking loss last week, announcing to fans that they will be taking some time off following their father's two and a half year battle with cancer. Life feels like a nightmare, Ethan wrote. Taking some time off to be with our family. I love you so much, Dad. I'll see you guys soon. Grayson added, I can't believe that today is actually real. It doesn't make sense. Ethan and I are going to be taking some time off and spending it with our family. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything. I'll be back soon. However, before long, friends of the duo started using the hashtag, hashtag Sean Dolan meetup party and Sean Dolan funeral party. Fearing hordes may turn up to their 50-year-old father's funeral. The YouTube stars politely begged punters to give them space. Both twins took to social media on Tuesday to ask fans respect their wish as many began disrespectfully tweeting their funeral outfits. If you are a fan of Grayson and I, we love and appreciate you so much. The best way you could support us during this time is to not show up at our father's awake or funeral, Ethan tweeted. We want this ceremony to be an opportunity for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay their respects we appreciate all of our fans so so much please respect my father sean ethan my family and we send you love through social media only thank you guys and please please respect my wish Ration also posted as he tweeted we want the ceremony to be an opportunity for pe- for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay the respects and that's, that's fair enough, fair enough. It's, it's very sad, it's very sad, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, being a YouTuber nowadays is very, very, very rewarding, but can also come with a lot of sacrifices. For example, like, I, like you can't even attend your father's funeral. I guess it's, that's what happens when you're a very famous YouTuber. Anything else from me? Yes, indeed. This podcast has lasted you about 18 minutes and 59 seconds. How long do you want this podcast to last now? Hmm. Podcasts are a lot of fun with guests. However... Um, I think Anchor did try that. I don't think people, you know, could or even would want to, you know, do. I did try a podcast with someone else. It was a Barcelona fan and he, he was next to the Champions League final. Let's move on to Cardi B. And um, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, Cardi B is to sign Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. Cardi reportedly... Uh, declined an offer to perform. Declined an offer to perform at the 2019 Super Bowl in support of Colin Kaepernick. 
the Super Bowl is right around the corner and the brands who can afford the famously expensive ad space are starting to roll out their commercials for the occasion. Pepsi are among those who are going big for the event and have hired Cardi B to sign their advertisements. A preview in which Cardi holds a bedazzled Pepsi can can be seen above the full ad will also star Lil Jon and Steve Carell. Cardi P appeared in Amazon's Super Bowl commercial in 2018. This year though, anything Super Bowl related is much more political. A number of artists including Rihanna and Cardi herself reportedly declined offers to perform at the halftime show. That honour has been handed to Maroon 5, Travis Scott and Big Boy fans of the artist as well as Colin Kaepernick have voiced their opposition to the planned appearance Pepsi has been to Super Bowl halftime show how sponsor since 2013 in a multi-million dollar deal. The Super Bowl airs on February 3rd and will be contested by the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Rams. I'll be watching that closely, not going to lie. I don't know who will win but I'll be watching that closely. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, oh. It was the Philadelphia Eagles last time and they won the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, I think they got kicked out, didn't they? Well, guys. There are some very, very, very competing documentaries have people reminiscing about the disaster of Fire Festival. Here's everything we know about its disgraced founder. Billy McFarland is interviewed in Hulu's Fire for documentary. Billy McFarland is best known for organizing Fire Festival, the VIP party that turned into a nightmare and instantly became infamous when hundreds of attendees were left stranded in the Bahamas. McFarlane pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges in relation to Fire Festival and sentenced to six years in prison last October. He was also ordered to forfeit the $26 million that, went, that wasn't his. This wasn't the first time McFarlane had come into scrutiny for questionable business. Find out more on how his wildlife below. Until April 2017, Billy McFarland was relatively unknown outside of the New York elite clubbing scene, but he hit this change overnight when Fire Festival, the VIP party that turned into a nightmare situation, as attended was stranded with half-built huts to sleep in and cold cheese sandwiches to eat. Lit up social media, McFarland, the 27-year-old founder of the company behind the festival, festival pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges and was sentenced to six years in prison last October. <laughs> he also faces a $26 million forfeiture order. Betty McFarland was raised in New Jersey by two real estate developers. He set up his first business, a service that matched websites and designers at the tender age of 13. After a short stint at Bucknell University, McFarlane dropped out to set up his business venture, Splink, an online, an online ad platform.
It wasn't until 2013 that then the then 22-year-old McFarlane started to make a name for himself with Magnesis and a late club for New York Millennials, which was accessed with the club's black card. Magnesis would run out of a West Willie townhouse. Members were invited to come and hang out or attend cocktail parties, dinners, art shows and lectures. Dinner to celebrate the opening at the Magnesis townhouse at Magnesis. 22 Greenwich Ave on March 6, 2014 in New York City. The membership, which cost $250, was also meant to give members discounted access to exclusive events, but it transpired that Magnesis wasn't delivering on his promises. In early 2017, Business Insider reported that Magnesis members were complaining that they were not receiving tickets on time. Their trips were being cancelled and refunds were taking more than a month to be processed. By this point, McFarland was already to onto his next venture fire festival that would take place in the Bahamas over two weekends at the end of April and May 2017. He teamed up with Jarul to organize the festival. It was run by Fire Media, a business McFarland set up in 2016. It was described as an immersive music uh, festival with tickets costing north of 1.2k. A host of supermodels promoted the festival, including Alessandro Ambrosio, Heidi Badwin, Emilio Radkowski, and Bella Hadid. Guests were told they would fly in from Miami on a, cu- on a custom Boeing 737 to have the full VIP experience. Instead, they ended up waiting for hours at the airport and collecting luggage from the back of a shipping container in the dead of night. Guests were expecting gourmet food and luxurious tents to sleep in. Instead, the dinner that Fire Festival promised us was, was catered by Steven Star is literally bread, cheese, and salad dressing. That is bad, you know. That is actually bad. Instead, they were given cheese sandwiches and salads. The eco-friendly domes and villas that they were meant to sleep in were um, described as disaster tent city. Oh my lord. In 2017, McFarland and Ja Rule with $100 million in a class action lawsuit. That's bad, man. McFarland was arrested but later released on bail. In March 2018, McFarland pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud. He was arrested again on June 12th in a separate fraud case. He was charged with earning $100,000 from selling fake tickets to events including Coachella and the Met Gala through a company called NYC VIP Access. On June 2019, a judge revoked his bail, deeming him a flight risk so he can't go on to any planes or anything wow later that month mcfarland pleaded guilty to one count of fraud related to the nyc vip access ticket scheme before his sentencing in october mcfarland's attorney rondo jackson asked the judge to give him a light sense citing a psychiatrist report that said he was diagnosed with a bipolar related disorder on october 11th mcfarland was sentenced to six years in prison he said, the remorse I feel is crushing. Um, I lived every day with the weight of knowing that I literally destroyed the lives of many of, of my friends and family. Two highly anticipated TV shows, documentary, 
documenting the wildfire festival saga was released. One version features an interview with McFarlane. That is bad. Very bad. Well, that's all from me, guys. I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good afternoon. Good morning. I hope you're well. Um, let's get right into the news. Now, you're probably thinking, wow, why is it taking you so long? Why is it taking you so long to do another podcast? I do apologize. I am sorry. I did one yesterday. I will be doing these very, very regularly from now on. Let's go straight into sneaker news. Here's where to buy Selena Gomez's favorite $80 sneakers before they sell out. If you want to snag a pair of these trendy 80s inspired kicks, act first. They're sold out almost everywhere. Beloved pop star, superstar and autoimmune disease warrior, Selena Gomez broke her silence after a four-month social media hiatus with two posts on Instagram last week. And in one of them, she's sporting super trendy Puma sneakers that are sold out almost everywhere. And get this, they're only $80. Yep. Available in five colors. Hmm, what are the colors? Well... You can get them in Puma Cali sneakers, which are $80 on Zappos.com. Features a signature Puma logo and have a chunky 80s inspired look. And while they're totally stylish, they're, all, they're also designed for complete comfort with foam pad leather material and soft cushioned insoles. Gomez, who launched her exclusive Strongle collection with Puma in December, is sporting the right... Right... Right, 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 white on black colorway in her Instagram post. Now, if you didn't know, Selena Gomez did share an Instagram post last week. And what was her caption? Hmm, lots to look forward to in 2019. I can't wait to share the projects I've been working on with you. The first one is here, Cali Sneakers by at Puma Sport Style. Given Gomez's enormous fan base, it's no surprise that they're currently sold out in most colors in the official Puma site. But don't worry, you can still snag these best-selling sneakers from Zappos and Amazon as long as you act fast before they inevitably sell out from those sites too. Now you're probably thinking, what colors, husband, what colors? Well, I'll tell you, don't worry. You've got the white with black insoles. You've got the black sneaker with um, black insoles. You've got the uh, white sneaker with grey insoles as well. Excuse me while I eat my bounty. <laughs> now to buy these beautiful little sneakers, it cost you $80 on zappos.com or amazon.com. But you know, she's a bit Selena Gomez. She's very, very unpredictable. But you know that status of celebrity. Absolutely phenomenal. And you're probably thinking, hmm, what else is in the news? Well, well, well. Let's have a look. Now, there's been a lot. Um. Alex Salmon says he's innocent of any criminality after being charged by police 
Former Scottish First Minister Alex Salmond said, has said he is innocent of any criminality whatsoever as he appeared in court after being arrested and charged by police. Mr. Salmond says he refused these allegations of criminality. However, he added, the only thing I can say is I refute absolutely these allegations of criminality and I'll defend myself to the utmost in court. I've got the great faith in the court system in Scotland and that is where I will state my case. Police Scotland have been investigating sexual harassment complaints from two women against a swarm of Scottish National Party leader. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Elon Musk has been in the news again with his SpaceX rocket Starship being damaged after high winds blew it over in Texas. Oh lord. I'm here. SpaceX owner Elon Musk says the craft will take weeks to repair. After its nose cone was damaged when it fell. SpaceX's glamorous retro looking new rocket, Starship Hopper, has suffered a dramatic setback after high winds in Texas caused it to topple and suffer damage. Let me just, I do apologize, excuse me. I'm just going to be eating my bounty. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Marvelous. Let's get into celebrity. Enough of Elon Musk. I've already done a lot, a lot of podcasts slash YouTube videos on Elon Musk. I think we need to leave him at the spotlight for a bit. So let's move on to our next topic. Oh, here we go. Venezuela's president gives us diplomatic staff, U.S. diplomatic staff, 72 hours to leave the country. After Donald Trump's backing of National Assembly, President Juan Guaido, who has declared himself the interim leader of Venezuela, the ruling president, Nicolas Maduro, has severed all diplomatic has, <coughs> sorry, severed, my bad, severed. All diplomatic ties with the US. The Venezuelan opposition says Maduro's leadership isn't legitimate and plan to hold fresh elections. Several other countries, including Canada and Brazil, have joined the US in supporting Guardo. Up to also a little video here. But we won't be playing that at the moment. Oh, let's see what else has been happening in the news. Let's talk about some football here. Now, according, according to... According to According to Cristiano Ronaldo's 
short-term target with Juventus. Cristiano Ronaldo played the worst game of his Juventus career against Chievo last Monday. CR7 missed a penalty and a couple of easy goal-scoring opportunities, but Juventus still managed to seal an easy 3-0 win against the Serie A strugglers. Despite his last negative performance, La Gazzetta dello Sport writes Ronaldo's form is improving day by day. His short-term target is to be as fit as possible next month when the old lady will meet Atletico Madrid in the Champions League at the Wanda Metropolitana. Ronaldo returned to Juventus training today after enjoying a day off yesterday. It's funny when they say enjoying a day off because he was actually in court yesterday having to sign a 20 million or 21 million pound um, fine. <laughs> he had to sign the paper. He basically pledged. He goes, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Oh, now we have news coming out of Real Madrid. And apparently, Marcelo puts on weight easily. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, I know what, he's a footballer. He's a Brazilian footballer approaching 33 years of age. And, um, of course, he needs to eat. Footballers do run a lot. But, hmm, Bernd Schuster discussed Marcelo's fluctuating form to Undercero El Transista show. The Real Madrid left-back has come under increasing scrutiny following a number of displays in which he's looked lethargic and has struggled to regain position for Madrid's most recent game, Santiago Slorari has relegated the Brazilian to the subs bench. Presumably for the player's struggle to keep his weight down, Solari insisted yesterday that no member of his squad is guaranteed a starting place. Although he did not point although he did point out that Marcel is the most decorated player in his position during the last decade, but if his form has dipped when he has no option to bench him. Goodness gracious. I really don't think um Marcelo is uh, having a weight issue. Schuster explained that every team has players who are susceptible to putting on weight. <coughs> Excuse me. When they aren't playing regularly, and then it becomes hard for them to lose those excess kilos. He compared Marcelo to another player he coached during his time at Real Madrid, Wesley Snyder. In every squad where there are three or four players who have problems keeping their weight down, those players tend to put on weight easily, in the same way that others never put any weight on. Even if they scuff your play of food as well as their own. Some players from my time at the club, for instance, Snyder, are at risk because they get injured, then they are inactive, they're not training or playing matches, they put on weight easily, and it becomes very, very difficult for them to shed those extra kilos, as it is for everyone else, until you start playing and get back into a rhythm. You're not going to drop your weight. Some players are built that way, and I know that Marcelo is one of them. He puts on weight with ease, and so he needs to be very careful, especially if he gets injured. He needs to stay on top of it, otherwise he'll continue having the same kind of problems he's having now. Okay, well... What do I have? What do I make of that? All oh, this absolutely bullshit. Why is it bullshit? You're probably asking. I don't know why. Don't ask me. And uh, I know why. If you're a player who's been playing at the same club for about 15 years in a country like Spain, who is suffering, a you know, he's in an economical crisis. You are going to, of course, of course. There's no escaping this. You are going to be eating a lot of food. Now, you're probably thinking, hmm, what's the economical crisis got to do with this? Well, if 
you didn't know, if you didn't know, food in Spain isn't exactly the most expensive. Now with a salary of 250,000 euros a week, you can easily scoff down a lot of food. <laughs> you know what's sad though? Moving on to more transfer news. Chelsea have signed Gonzalo Higuain. Now you're probably thinking, why is that so sad, huh? He just literally come from, hmm, yep, AC Milan. This boy has moved clubs more than you girls moved from me. <laughs> just joking. I'm an idiot, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But Twitter never really, really reacted very great to that. Hmm? Why do you mean they never reacted very great? Well, what I mean by that is they never really had the best reaction. In fact, they didn't like it. Why? Hmm. Guess what though? Pogba has been told to stop driving like a wanker. Yes, indeed. A wanker, that is. The note which says stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of Pogba's £250,000 Rolls Royce Wraith. Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a... Hmm. What was he greeted by? What was he greeted by? Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a sweary note and a parking ticket after returning to his car near a train station. The note which says stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of his 250,000 Rolls Royce. It's Manchester United's 90 million pound store had travelled down to London from Wilmsow. Was on the station on Saturday and Sunday night and had left his luxury motor there overnight. However, when he returns yesterday, he will have been greeted by the note and a parking ticket. It's not known who put the note there when prompted them to do it or if Pogba was even driving the car. The car was parked in the marked bay at the pay and display car park, so it's believed he must have been fined for overstaying. On previous occasions, he has been, been seen being chauffeur driven by in the car. One onlooker told the MEN Manchester Evening News it was struck on the windscreen and it was pretty clear what he said. I don't think he'll be too happy. We didn't see anyone put it there. It could be a teammate having a laugh or it could be a city fan winding him up. Who knows? I'm sure he's not bothered about the parking ticket that will be small change to him. To be honest though, if you look at the picture, the pictures look rather, rather, rather funny. Uh, there's a little Voxel Astra on the right. Then we have a little Mercedes E-Class on the left. Then you have his huge £250,000 um, Rolls Royce there. Pogba was pictured with an Australian couple and they trained to London on Sunday night. Who's this? Who's Australian couple? I wonder. I don't know who. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Um, moving on. The Reds will be looking to continue the renaissance under caretaker Bas Ali Gunnar which has been seen them win seven games under Trot and Pogba, 25, returns to the team after a period out on in the cold under former boss Jose Mourinho. Anyway, why is Co and Real Madrid are broken? Again, more news. Let's get off news about football. <laughs> Done my news about football. There's been a lot, a lot of things going on um, in the YouTube space. Now you're probably thinking, hmm. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. I may have burped a bit. Let's go to the news. Where's the news? Where is the news? There it is. Brilliant. Now, for those of you who don't know, 
who the Dolan twins are. The Dolan twins are a very, 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 very popular. Would you say pairing? No, I'd say twins. They're very popular twins on YouTube who have a channel with over 8 million subscribers. Now, you're probably. Th now you're probably thinking, hmm, okay, 8 million subscribers, but why are they in the news? Well, YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan beg their fans not to crush their dad's funeral. YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan have requested their fans don't turn up at their father's funeral after a hashtag started trending, suggesting they were planning to crush the memorial. My lord. The pair known together online as the Dolan Twins both tweeted about the heartbreaking loss last week, announcing to fans that they will be taking some time off following their father's two and a half year battle with cancer. Life feels like a nightmare, Ethan wrote. Taking some time off to be with our family. I love you so much, Dad. I'll see you guys soon. Grayson added, I can't believe that today is actually real. It doesn't make sense. Ethan and I are going to be taking some time off and spending it with our family. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything. I'll be back soon. However, before long, friends of the duo started using the hashtag, hashtag Sean Dolan meetup party and Sean Dolan funeral party. Fearing hordes may turn up to their 50-year-old father's funeral, the YouTube stars politely begged punters to give them space. Both twins took to social media on Tuesday to ask fans respect their wish as many began disrespectfully tweeting their funeral outfits. If you are a fan of Grayson and I, we love and appreciate you so much. The best way you could support us during this time is to not show up at our father's awake or funeral, Ethan tweeted. We want this ceremony to be an opportunity for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay their respects we appreciate all of our fans so so much please respect my father sean ethan my family and we send you love through social media only thank you guys and please please respect my wish Ration also posted as he tweeted we want the ceremony to be an opportunity for pe for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay their respects and that's that's fair enough. Fair enough. It's it's very sad. It's very sad, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, being a YouTuber nowadays is very, very, very rewarding, but can also come with a lot of sacrifices. For example, like I like you can't even attend your father's funeral. I guess it's that's what happens when you're a very famous YouTuber. Anything else from me? Yes, indeed. This podcast has lasted you about 18 minutes and 59 seconds. How long do you want this podcast to last now? Hmm. Podcasts are a lot of fun with guests. However... Um, I think Anchor did try that. I don't think people, you know, could or even would want to, you know, do. I did try a podcast with someone else. It was a Barcelona fan and he, he was next to Champions League final. 
let's move on to Cardi B and um, unfortunately well not unfortunately fortunately Cardi B is to sign Pepsi Super Bowl commercial Cardi reportedly uh, declined an offer to perform declined an offer to perform at the 2019 Super Bowl in support of Colin Kaepernick the Super Bowl is right around the corner and the brands who can afford the famously expensive ad space are starting to roll out their commercials for the occasion. Pepsi are among those who are going big for the event and have hired Cardi B to sign their advertisements. A preview in which Cardi holds a bedazzled Pepsi can can be seen above the full ad will also star Lil Jon and Steve Carell. Cardi B appeared in Amazon's Super Bowl commercial in 2018. This year though. Anything Super Bowl related is much more political. A number of artists, including Rihanna and Cardi herself, reportedly declined offers to perform at the halftime show. That honor has been handed to Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Fans of the artist, as well as Colin Kaepernick, have voiced their opposition to the planned appearance. Pepsi has been the Super Bowl halftime show how sponsor since 2013 in a multi-million dollar deal the super bowl airs on february 3rd and will be contested by the new england patriots against the los angeles rams i'll be watching that closely not going to lie i don't know who'll win but i'll be watching that closely who is it who is it oh yeah It was the Philadelphia Eagles last time and they won the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, I think they got kicked out, didn't they? Well, guys. There are some very, very, very competing documentaries have people reminiscing about the disaster of Fire Festival. Here's everything we know about its disgraced founder. Billy McFarland is interviewed in Hula's Fire for documentary. Billy McFarland is best known for organizing Fire Festival, the VIP party that turned into a nightmare and instantly became infamous when hundreds of attendees were left stranded in the Bahamas. McFarlane pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges in relation to Fire Festival and sentenced to six years in prison last October. He was also ordered to forfeit the $26 million that that wasn't his. This wasn't the first time McFarlane had come under scrutiny for questionable business. Find out more on how his wildlife below until april 2017 billy mcfarland was relatively unknown outside of the new york elite clubbing scene where he hit this change overnight when fire festival the vip party that turned into a nightmare situation as attended was stranded with half-built huts to sleep in and cold cheese sandwiches to eat lit up social media mcfarland the 27 year old founder of the company behind the festival so festival pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges and was sentenced to six years in prison last October. <laughs> he also faces a $26 million forfeiture order. Betty McFarland was 
raised in New Jersey by two real estate developers. He set up his first business, a service that matched websites and designers at the tender age of 13. After a short stint at Bucknell University, McFarlane dropped out to set up his business venture, Spling, an online, an online ad platform. It wasn't until 2013 that then the then 22-year-old McFarlane started to make a name for himself with Magnesis, an elite club for New York millennials, which was accessed with the club's black card. Magnesis would run out of a West Willie townhouse. Members were invited to come and hang out or attend cocktail parties, dinners, art shows, and lectures. Dinner to celebrate the opening at the Magnesis townhouse at Magnesis. 22 Greenwich Ave on March 6, 2014 in New York City. The membership, which cost $250, was also meant to give members discounted access to exclusive events, but it transpired that Magnesis wasn't delivering on his promises. In early 2017, Business Insider reported that Magnesis members were complaining that they were not receiving tickets on time. Their trips were being cancelled and refunds were taking more than a month to be processed. By this point, McFarland was already to onto his next venture fire festival that would take place in the Bahamas over two weekends at the end of April and May 2017. He teamed up with Jarul to organize the festival. It was run by Fire Media, a business McFarland set up in 2016. It was described as an immersive music uh, festival with tickets costing north of 1.2k. A host of supermodels promoted the festival, including Alessandro Ambrosio, Heidi Badwin, Emilio Radkowski, and Bella Hadid. Guests were told they would fly in from Miami on a, cu- on a custom Boeing 737 to have the full VIP experience. Instead, they ended up waiting for hours at the airport and collecting luggage from the back of a shipping container in the dead of night. Guests were expecting gourmet food and luxurious, luxurious tents to sleep in. Instead, the dinner that Fire Festival promised us was, was catered by Steven Star is literally bread, cheese, and salad dressing. That is bad, you know. That is actually bad. Instead, they were given cheese sandwiches and salads. The eco-friendly domes and villas that they were meant to sleep in were um, described as a disaster tent city. Oh my lord. In 2017, McFarland and Ja Rule with $100 million in a class action lawsuit. That's bad, man. McFarland was arrested but later released on bail. In March 2018, McFarland pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud. He was arrested again on June 12th in a separate fraud case. He was charged with earning $100,000 from selling fake tickets to events including Coachella and the Met Gala through a company called NYC VIP Access. On June 2019, a judge revokes his bail, deeming him a flight risk so he can't going to any planes or anything wow later that month mcfarland pleaded guilty to one count of fraud related to the nyc vip access ticket scheme before his sentencing in october 
McFarlane's attorney, Rondo Jackson, asked the judge to give him a license to cite a psychiatrist report that said he was diagnosed with a bipolar-related disorder. On October 11th, McFarlane was sentenced to six years in prison. He said, the remorse I feel is crushing. Um, I lived every day with the weight of knowing that I literally destroyed the lives of many of, of my friends and family. Two highly anticipated TV shows documentary documenting the wildfire festival saga was released one version features an interview with mcfarlane that is bad very bad well that's all from me guys i hope you have an amazing day bye Good evening ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, good morning, I hope you're well, um, let's get right into the news. Now you're probably thinking, wow, why is it taking you so long, why is it taking you so long to do another podcast? I do apologize, I am sorry, I did one yesterday, I will be doing these very, very regularly from now on. Let's go straight into sneaker news. Here's where to buy Selena Gomez's favorite $80 sneakers before they sell out. If you want to snag a pair of these trendy 80s inspired kicks, act first. They're sold out almost everywhere. Beloved pop star, superstar and autoimmune disease warrior, Selena Gomez broke her silence after a four month social media hiatus with two posts on Instagram last week. And in one of them, she's sporting super trendy Puma sneakers that are sold out almost everywhere. And get this, they're only $80. Yep, available in five colors. Hmm, what are the colors? Well, you can get them in Puma Cali sneakers, which are $80 on zappos.com, feature the signature Puma logo and have a chunky 80s inspired look. And while they're totally stylish, they're also designed for complete comfort with foam pad leather material and soft cushioned insoles. Gomez, who launched her exclusive Strongle collection with Puma in December, is sporting the right... Right... Right, 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 white on black colorway in her Instagram post. Now, if you didn't know, Selena Gomez did share an Instagram post last week. And what was her caption? Hmm, lots to look forward to in 2019. I can't wait to share the projects I've been working on with you. The first one is here, Cali Sneakers by at Puma Sport Style. Given Gomez's enormous fan base, it's no surprise that they're currently sold out in most colors in the official Puma site. But don't worry, you can still snag these best-selling sneakers from Zappos and Amazon as long as you act fast before they inevitably sell out from those sites too. Now you're probably thinking, what colors, husband, what colors? Well, I'll tell you, don't worry. You've got the white with black insoles. You've got the black sneaker with um, black insoles. You've got the uh, white sneaker with grey insoles as well. Excuse me while I eat my bounty. <laughs> now to buy these beautiful little sneakers, it cost you $80 on zappos.com or amazon.com. But you know, she's a bit Selena Gomez. She's very, very unpredictable. But you know that status of celebrity. Absolutely phenomenal. 
And you're probably thinking, hmm, what else is in the news? Well, 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 let's have a look. Now, there's been a lot. Um, Alex Salmon says he's innocent of any criminality after being charged by police. Former Scottish First Minister Alex Salmon says, has said he's innocent of any criminality whatsoever as he appeared in court after being arrested and charged by police. Mr. Salmon says he refused these allegations of criminality. However, he added, the only thing I can say is I refute absolutely these allegations of criminality and I'll defend myself to the utmost in court. I've got the great faith in the court system in Scotland. That is where I will state my case. Police Scotland have been investigating sexual harassment complaints from two women against a former Scottish National Party leader. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Elon Musk has been in the news again with his SpaceX rocket starship being damaged after high winds blew it over in Texas. Oh, Lord. I'm here. SpaceX owner Elon Musk says the craft will take weeks to repair after its nose cone was damaged when it fell. SpaceX's glamorous retro looking new rocket Starship Hopper has suffered a dramatic setback after high winds in Texas caused it to topple and suffer damage. Let me just, I do apologize, excuse me. I'm just going to be eating my bounty. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Marvelous. Let's get into celebrity. Enough of Elon Musk. I've already done a lot, a lot of podcasts slash YouTube videos on Elon Musk. I think we need to leave him at the spotlight for a bit. So let's move on to our next topic. Oh, here we go. Venezuela's president gives us diplomatic staff, U.S. diplomatic staff, 72 hours to leave the country after Donald Trump's backing of National Assembly President Juan Guaido, who has declared himself the interim leader of Venezuela. The ruling president Nicolas Maduro has severed all diplomatic has <coughs> sorry severed my bad severed. All diplomatic ties with the US. The Venezuelan opposition says Maduro's leadership isn't legitimate and plan to hold fresh elections. Several other countries, including Canada and Brazil, have joined the US in supporting Guaido. 
updated also a little video here. But we won't be playing that at the moment. Oh, let's see what else has been happening in the news. Let's talk about some football here. Now, according according to according to according to Cristiano Ronaldo's short-term target with Juventus, Cristiano Ronaldo played the worst game of his Juventus career against Chievo last Monday. CR7 missed a penalty and a couple of easy goal-scoring opportunities. But Juventus still managed to seal an easy 3-0 win against the Serie A strugglers. Despite his last negative performance, La Gazzetta dello Sport writes Ronaldo's form is improving day by day. His short-term target is to be as fit as possible next month when the old lady will meet Atletico Madrid in the Champions League at the Wanda Metropolitana. Ronaldo returned to Juventus training today after enjoying a day off yesterday. It's funny when they say enjoying a day off because he was actually in court yesterday having to sign a 20 million or 21 million pound um, fine. <laughs> he had to sign a paper. He basically pledged. He goes, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Oh, now we have news coming out of Real Madrid and apparently Marcelo puts on weight easily. Now you're probably thinking, okay, I know he's a footballer. He's a Brazilian footballer approaching 33 years of age and... Um, of course, he needs to eat. Footballers do run a lot. But, hmm, Bernd Schuster discussed Marcelo's fluctuating form to Undercero El Transista show. The Real Madrid left-back has come under increasing scrutiny following a number of displays in which he looked lethargic and has struggled to regain position for Madrid's most recent game, Santiago Slorari has relegated the Brazilian to the subs bench. Presumably for the player's struggle to keep his weight down, Solari insisted yesterday that no member of his squad is guaranteed a starting place. Although he did not point although he did point out that Marcelo is the most decorated player in his position during the last decade, but if his form has dipped when he has no option to bench him. Goodness gracious. I really don't think um Marcelo is uh, having a weight issue. Schuster explained that every team has players who are susceptible to putting on weight. <coughs> Excuse me. When they aren't playing regularly, and then it becomes hard for them to lose those excess kilos. He compared Marcelo to another player he coached during his time at Real Madrid, Wesley Snyder. In every squad where there are three or four players who have problems keeping their weight down, those players tend to put on weight easily, in the same way that others never put any weight on. Even if they scuff your plate of food as well as their own. Some players from my time at the club, for instance, Snyder, are at risk because they get injured. Then they are inactive. They're not training or playing matches. They put on weight easily. And it becomes very, very difficult for them to shed those extra kilos. As it is for everyone else. Until you start playing and get back into a rhythm. You're not going to drop your weight. Some players are built that way, and I know that Marcelo is one of them. He puts on weight with ease, and so he needs to be very careful, especially if he gets injured. He needs to stay on top of it, otherwise he'll continue having the same kind of problems he's having now. Okay, well, what do I have? What do I make of that? All oh, this absolutely bullshit. Why is it bullshit? You're probably asking. I don't know why. Don't ask me now. I know why. 
If you're a player who's been playing at the same club for about 15 years in a country like Spain who is suffering a, you know, he's in an economical crisis, you are going to, of course, of course, there's no escaping this. You are going to be eating a lot of food. Now, you're probably thinking, hmm, what's the economical crisis got to do with this? Well, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, food in Spain isn't exactly the most expensive. Now, with a salary of 250,000 euros a week, you can easily scoff down a lot of food. (laughs) You know what's sad, though? Moving on to more transfer news. Chelsea have signed Gonzalo Higuain. Now you're probably thinking, why is that so sad, huh? He's just literally come from, hmm, yep, AC Milan. This boy has moved clubs more than you girls move from me. <laughs> just joking. I'm an idiot, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But Twitter never really, really reacted very great to that. Hmm? Why do you mean they never reacted very great? Well, what I mean by that is they never really had the best reaction. In fact, they didn't like it. Why? Hmm. Guess what, though? Hogba has been told to stop driving like a wanker. Yes, indeed. A wanker, that is. The note which says stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of Pogba's £250,000 Rolls-Royce Wraith. Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a... Hmm. What was he greeted by? What was he greeted by? Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a sweary note and a parking ticket after returning to his car near a train station. The note which says stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of his 250,000 Rolls Royce. It's Manchester United's 90 million pound store had travelled down to London from Wilmsow. The station on Saturday and Sunday night and had left his luxury motor there overnight. However, when he returns yesterday, he will have been greeted by the note and a parking ticket. It's not known who put the note there when prompted them to do it or if Pogba was even driving the car. The car was parked in a marked bay at the play and display car park, so it's believed he must have been fined for overstaying. On previous occasions, he has been being seen being chauffeur driven by in the car. One onlooker told the MEN Manchester Evening News it was struck on the windscreen and it was pretty clear what he said. I don't think he'll be too happy. We didn't see anyone put it there. It could be a teammate having a laugh or it could be a City fan winding him up. Who knows? I'm sure he's not bothered about the parking ticket. That will be small change to him. To be honest though, if you look at the picture, the pictures look rather, rather, rather funny. Uh, there's a little Voxel Astra on the right. Then we have a little Mercedes E-Class on the left. Then you have his huge £250,000 um, Rolls Royce there. Pogba was pictured with an Australian couple on a train to London on Sunday night. Who's this? Who's Australian couple? I wonder. I don't know who. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. Um, moving on. The Reds will be looking to continue the renaissance and the caretaker boss Ali Gunnar which has been seen them win seven games under Trot and Pogba, 25, returned to the team after a period out and in the cold under former boss Jose Mourinho. Anyway, why is Co and Real Madrid are broken? Again, more news. Let's get off news about 
football. I've done my news about football. There's been a lot, a lot of things going on um, in the YouTube space. Now you're probably thinking, hmm. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. I may have burped a bit. Let's go to the news. Where's the news? Where is the news? There it is. Brilliant. Now, for those of you who don't know who the Dolan twins are, the Dolan twins are a very, 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 very popular. Would you say pairing? No, I'd say twins. They're very popular twins on YouTube who have a channel with over 8 million subscribers. Now, you're probably... Th- Now you're probably thinking, hmm, okay, 8 million subscribers, but why are they in the news? Well, YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan beg their fans not to crush their dad's funeral. YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan have requested their fans don't turn up at their father's funeral after a hashtag started trending, suggesting they were planning to crush the memorial. My lord. The pair known together online as the Dolan Twins both tweeted about the heartbreaking loss last week, announcing to fans that they will be taking some time off following their father's two and a half year battle with cancer. Life feels like a nightmare, Ethan wrote. Taking some time off to be with our family. I love you so much, Dad. I'll see you guys soon. Grayson added, I can't believe that today is actually real. It doesn't make sense. Ethan and I are going to be taking some time off and spending it with our family. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything. I'll be back soon. However, before long, fans of the duo started using the hashtag, hashtag Sean Dolan meter party and Sean Dolan funeral party. Fearing hordes may turn up to their 50-year-old father's funeral, the YouTube stars politely begged punters to give them space. Both twins took to social media on Tuesday to ask fans respect their wish as many began disrespectfully tweeting their funeral outfits. If you are a fan of Grayson and I, we love and appreciate you so much. The best way you could support us during this time is to not show up at our father's awake or funeral, Ethan tweeted. We want this ceremony to be an opportunity for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay their respects we appreciate all of our fans so so much please respect my father sean ethan my family and we send you love through social media only thank you guys and please please respect my wish Ration also has been posted as he tweeted we want the ceremony to be an opportunity for pe- for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay their respects and that's, that's fair enough, fair enough. It's, it's very sad, it's very sad, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, being a YouTuber nowadays is very, very, very rewarding, but can also come with a lot of sacrifices. For example, like, I, like you can't even attend your father's funeral. I guess it's, that's what happens when you're a very famous YouTuber. Anything else from me? Yes, indeed. This podcast has lasted you about 18 minutes and 59 seconds. How long do you want this podcast to last now? 
Podcasts are a lot fun with guests. However, um, I think Anchor did try that. I don't think people, you know, could or even would want to, you know, I did try a podcast with someone else. It was a Barcelona fan and he, he was next to the Champions League final. Let's move on to Cardi B. And um, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, Cardi B is to star in Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. Cardi reportedly uh, declined an offer to perform. Declined an offer to perform at the 2019 Super Bowl in support of Colin Kaepernick. The Super Bowl is right around the corner, and the brands who can afford the famously expensive ad space are starting to roll out their commercials for the occasion. Pepsi are among those who are going big for the event and have hired Cardi B to sign their advertisements. A preview in which Cardi holds a bedazzled Pepsi can can be seen above the full ad will also star Lil Jon and Steve Carell. Cardi P appeared in Amazon's Super Bowl commercial in 2018. This year though, anything Super Bowl related is much more political. A number of artists including Rihanna and Cardi herself reportedly declined offers to perform at the halftime show. That honour has been handed to Maroon 5, Travis Scott and Big Boy. Fans of the artist as well as Colin Kaepernick have voiced their opposition to the planned appearance Pepsi has been to Super Bowl halftime show how sponsor since 2013 in a multi-million dollar deal. The Super Bowl airs on February 3rd and will be contested by the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Rams. I'll be watching that closely. Not going to lie. I don't know who will win but I'll be watching that closely. Who is it? Who is it? Oh, oh. It was the Philadelphia Eagles last time and they won the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, I think they got kicked out, didn't they? Well, guys. There are some very, very, very competing documentaries have people reminiscing about the disaster of Fire Festival. Here's everything we know about its disgraced founder. Billy McFarland is interviewed in Hula's Fire for a documentary. Billy McFarland is best known for organizing Fire Festival, the VIP party that turned into a nightmare and instantly became infamous when hundreds of attendees were left stranded in the Bahamas. McFarlane pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges in relation to Fire Festival and sentenced to six years in prison last October. He was also ordered to forfeit the $26 million that that wasn't his. This wasn't the first time McFarlane had come into scrutiny for questionable business. Find out more on how his wildlife below. Until April 2017, Billy McFarland was relatively unknown outside of the New York elite clubbing scene. But this changed overnight when Fire Festival, the VIP party that turned into a nightmare situation, 
as attendees were stranded with half-built huts to sleep in and cold cheese sandwiches to eat. Lit up social media. McFarlane, the 27-year-old founder of the company behind the festival, so festival pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges and was sentenced to six years in prison last October. <laughs> he also faces a $26 million forfeiture order. Betty McFarland was raised in New Jersey by two real estate developers. He set up his first business, a service that matched websites and designers at the tender age of 13. After a short stint at Bucknell University, McFarland dropped out to set up his business venture, Spling, an online, an online ad platform. It wasn't until 2013 that then the then 22-year-old McFarlane started to make a name for himself with Magnesis, an elite club for New York millennials, which was accessed with the club's black card. Magnesis would run out of a West Willie townhouse. Members were invited to come and hang out or attend cocktail parties, dinners, art shows, and lectures. Dinner to celebrate the opening at the Magnesis townhouse at Magnesis. 22 Greenwich Ave on March 6, 2014 in New York City. The membership, which cost $250, was also meant to give members discounted access to exclusive events, but it transpired that Magnesis wasn't delivering on his promises. In early 2017, Business Insider reported that Magnesis members were complaining that they were not receiving tickets on time. Their trips were being cancelled and refunds were taking more than a month to be processed. By this point, McFarland was already to onto his next venture fire festival that would take place in the Bahamas over two weekends at the end of April and May 2017. He teamed up with Jarul to organize the festival. It was run by Fire Media, a business McFarland set up in 2016. It was described as an immersive music uh, festival with tickets costing north of 1.2k. A host of supermodels promoted the festival, including Alessandro Ambrosio, Heidi Badwin, Emilio Radkowski, and Bella Hadid. Guests were told they would fly in from Miami on a, cu- on a custom Boeing 737 to have the full VIP experience. Instead, they ended up waiting for hours at the airport and collecting luggage from the back of a shipping container in the dead of night. Guests were expecting gourmet food and luxurious, t- luxurious tents to sleep in. Instead, the dinner that Fire Festival promised us was, was catered by Steven Star is literally bread, cheese, and salad dressing. That is bad, you know. That is actually bad. Instead, they were given cheese sandwiches and salads. The eco-friendly domes and villas that they were meant to sleep in were um, described as disaster tent city. Oh my lord. In 2017, McFarland and Jarul were sued with $100 million in a class action lawsuit. That's bad, man. McFarland was arrested but later released on bail. In March 2018, McFarland pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud. He was arrested again on June 12th in a separate fraud case. He was charged with earning $100,000 from selling fake tickets to events including Coachella and the Met Gala through a company called NYC VIP Access. 
On June 2019, a judge revokes his bail, deeming him a flight risk, so he can't go onto any, any planes or anything. Wow. Later that month, McFarlane pleaded guilty to one count of fraud related to the NYC VIP access ticket scheme. Before his sentencing in October, McFarlane's attorney, Rondo Jackson, asked the judge to give him a light sense of citing a psychiatrist report that said he was diagnosed with a bipolar-related disorder. On October 11th, McFarlane was sentenced to six years in prison. He said, the remorse I feel is crushing. Um, I lived every day with the weight of knowing that I literally destroyed the lives of many of, of my friends and family. Two highly anticipated TV shows documentary documenting the wildfire festival saga was released one version features an interview with mcfarland that is bad very bad well that's all from me guys i hope you have an amazing day bye Good evening ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon, good morning, I hope you're well, um, let's get right into the news. Now you're probably thinking, wow, why is it taking you so long, why is it taking you so long to do another podcast? I do apologize, I am sorry, I did one yesterday, I will be doing these very, very regularly from now on. Let's go straight into sneaker news. Here's where to buy Selena Gomez's favorite $80 sneakers before they sell out. If you want to snag a pair of these trendy 80s inspired kicks, act first. They sold out almost everywhere. Beloved pop star, superstar and autoimmune disease warrior, Selena Gomez broke her silence after a four-month social media hiatus with two posts on Instagram last week. And in one of them, she's sporting super trendy Puma sneakers that are sold out almost everywhere. And get this, they're only $80. Yep. Available in five colors. Hmm, what are the colors? Well, you can get them in Puma Cali sneakers, which are $80 on zappos.com. Features the signature Puma logo and have a chunky 80s inspired look. And while they're totally stylish, they're, all, they're also designed for complete comfort with foam padded leather material and soft cushioned insoles. Gomez, who launched her exclusive Strongle collection with Puma in December, is sporting the right... Right... Right, 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 white on black colorway in her Instagram post. Now, if you didn't know, Selena Gomez did share an Instagram post last week. And what was her caption? Hmm, lots to look forward to in 2019. I can't wait to share the projects I've been working on with you. The first one is here, Cali Sneakers by at Puma Sport Style. Given Gomez's enormous fan base, it's no surprise that they're currently sold out in most colors in the official Puma site. But don't worry, you can still snag these best-selling sneakers from Zappos and Amazon as long as you act fast before they inevitably sell out from those sites too. Now you're probably thinking, what colors, husband, what colors? Well, I'll tell you, don't worry. You've got the white with black insoles. You've got the black sneaker with um, black insoles. You've got the uh, white sneaker with grey insoles as well. Excuse me while I eat my bounty. 
and actually buy these beautiful little sneakers and cost you $80 on zappos.com or amazon.com but you know she's a bit Selena Gomez she's very very unpredictable but you know that status of celebrity absolutely phenomenal and you're probably thinking hmm what else is in the news Well, 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 let's have a look. Now, there's been a lot. Um, Alex Salmon says he's innocent of any criminality after being charged by police. Former Scottish First Minister Alex Salmon says, has said he's innocent of any criminality whatsoever as he appeared in court after being arrested and charged by police. Mr. Salmon says he refused these allegations of criminality. However, he added, the only thing I can say is I refute absolutely these allegations of criminality. And I'll defend myself to the utmost in court. I've got the great faith in the court system in Scotland. That is where I will state my case. Police Scotland have been investigating sexual harassment complaints from two women against a former Scottish National Party leader. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Elon Musk has been in the news again with his SpaceX rocket starship being damaged after high winds blew it over in Texas. Oh, Lord. I'm here. SpaceX owner Elon Musk says the craft will take weeks to repair after its nose cone was damaged when it fell. SpaceX's glamorous retro looking new rocket Starship Hopper has suffered a dramatic setback after high winds in Texas caused it to topple and suffer damage. Let me just, I do apologize, excuse me. I'm just going to be eating my bounty. Okay. That's interesting. Oh, okay. Marvelous. Let's get into celebrity. Enough of Elon Musk. I've already done a lot, a lot of podcasts slash YouTube videos on Elon Musk. I think we need to leave him at the spotlight for a bit. So let's move on to our next topic. Oh, here we go. Venezuela's president gives us diplomatic staff, U.S. diplomatic staff, 72 hours to leave the country. After Donald Trump's backing of National Assembly, President Juan Guaido 
who has declared himself the interim leader of Venezuela, the ruling president Nicolas Maduro has severed all diplomatic has <coughs> sorry severed my bad severed all diplomatic ties with the U.S. The Venezuelan opposition says Maduro's leadership isn't legitimate and plan to hold fresh elections. Several other countries, including Canada and Brazil, have joined the U.S. in supporting Guaido. Up to also a little video here. But we won't be playing that at the moment. Oh, let's see what else has been happening in the news. Let's talk about some football here. Now, according according to according to according to Cristiano Ronaldo's short-term target with Juventus. Cristiano Ronaldo played the worst game of his Juventus career against Chievo last Monday. CR7 missed a penalty and a couple of easy goal-scoring opportunities, but Juventus still managed to seal an easy 3-0 win against the Serie A strugglers. Despite his last negative performance, La Gazzetta dello Sport writes Ronaldo's form is improving day by day. His short-term target is to be as fit as possible next month when the old lady will meet Atletico Madrid in the Champions League at the Wanda Metropolitana. Ronaldo returned to Juventus training today after enjoying a day off yesterday. It's funny when they say enjoying a day off because he was actually in court yesterday having to sign a 20 million or 21 million pound um, fine. <laughs> he had to sign the paper. He basically pledged. He goes, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Oh, now we have news coming out of Real Madrid. And apparently, Marcelo puts on weight easily. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, as not, he's a footballer. He's a Brazilian footballer approaching 33 years of age. And, um, of course, he needs to eat. Footballers do run a lot. But, hmm, Bernd Schuster discussed Marcelo's fluctuating form to Undercero El Transista show. The Real Madrid left-back has come under increasing scrutiny following a number of displays in which he looked lethargic and has struggled to regain position for Madrid's most recent game, Santiago Slorari has relegated the Brazilian to the subs bench. Presumably for the player's struggle to keep his weight down, Solari insisted yesterday that no member of his squad is guaranteed a starting place, although he did not point Although he did point out that Marcelo is the most decorated player in his position during the last decade, but if his form has dipped when he has no option to bench him. Goodness gracious. I really don't think um Marcelo is uh, having a weight issue. Schuster explained that every team has players who are susceptible to putting on weight. <coughs> Excuse me. When they aren't playing regularly, and then it becomes hard for them to lose those excess kilos. He compared Marcelo to another player he coached during his time at Real Madrid, Wesley Snyder. In every squad where there are three or four players who have problems keeping their weight down, those players tend to put on weight easily, in the same way that others never put any weight on, even if they scuff your plate of food as well as their own. Some players from my time at the club, for instance, Snyder, are at risk because they get injured, then they are inactive, they're not training or playing matches, they put on weight easily, and it becomes very, very difficult for them to shed those extra kilos, as it is for everyone else, until you start playing and get back into a rhythm. 
you're not going to drop your weight. Some players are built that way, and I know that Marcelo is one of them. He puts on weight with ease, and so he needs to be very careful, especially if he gets injured. He needs to stay on top of it, otherwise he'll continue having the same kind of problems he's having now. Okay, well... What do I have? What do I make of that? All oh, this absolutely bullshit. Why is it bullshit? You're probably asking. I don't know why. Don't ask me, Hannah. I know why. If you're a player who's been playing at the same club for about 15 years in a country like Spain, who is suffering, a uh, you know, he's in an economical crisis. You are going to, of course, of course. There's no escaping this. You are going to be eating a lot of food. Now, you're probably thinking, hmm, what's the economical crisis got to do with this? Well, if you didn't know, if you didn't know, food in Spain isn't exactly the most expensive. Now, with a salary of 250,000 euros a week, you can easily scoff down a lot of food. <laughs> you know what's sad, though? Moving on to more transfer news. Chelsea have signed Gonzalo Higuain. Now you're probably thinking, why is that so sad, huh? He's just literally come from, hmm, yep, AC Milan. This boy has moved clubs more than you girls move from me. <laughs> just joking. I'm an idiot, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But Twitter never really, really reacted very great to that. Hmm? Why do you mean they never reacted very great? Well, what I mean by that is they never really had the best reaction. In fact, they didn't like it. Why? Hmm. Guess what, though? Hogba has been told to stop driving like a wanker. Yes, indeed. A wanker, that is. The note which says, Stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of Pogba's £250,000 Rolls Royce Wraith. Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a... Hmm. What was he greeted by? What was he greeted by? Manchester United star Paul Pogba was greeted by a sweary note and a parking ticket after returning to his car near a train station. The note which says stop driving like a wanker was left on the windscreen of his 250,000 Rolls Royce. It's Manchester United's 90 million pound store had travelled down to London from Wilmsow. It was on a station on Saturday and Sunday night and had left his luxury motor there overnight. However, when he returns yesterday, he will have been greeted by the note and a parking ticket. It's not known who put the note there when prompted them to do it or if Pogba was even driving the car. The car was parked in a marked bay at the pay and display car park, so it's believed he must have been fined for overstaying. On previous occasions, he has been, been seen being chauffeur-driven by in the car. One onlooker told the MEN Manchester Evening News it was struck on the windscreen and it was pretty clear what he said. I don't think he'll be too happy. We didn't see anyone put it there. It could be a teammate having a laugh or it could be a city fan winding him up. Who knows? I'm sure he's not bothered about the parking ticket that will be small change to him. To be honest though, if you look at the picture, the pictures look rather, rather, rather funny. Uh, there's a little Voxel Astra on the right, then we have a little Mercedes E-Class on the left, then you have his huge £250,000 um, Rolls Royce there. Pogba was pictured with an Australian couple on a train to London on Sunday night. 
who's this who's australian couple i wonder i don't know who don't ask me don't ask me don't ask me um moving on the reds will be looking to continue the renaissance and the caretaker bust ali ganesalsa which has been seen in them wins seven games under trot and pug by 25 returns to the team after a period out and in the cold and the form of us Jose Mourinho. Anyway, why is Co and Real Madrid are broken? Again, more news. Let's get off news about football. More than my news about football. There's been a lot and lots of things going on um, in the YouTube space. Now you're probably thinking, hmm. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I may have burped a bit. Let's go to the news. Where's the news? Where is the news? There it is. Brilliant. Now, for those of you who don't know who the Dolan twins are, the Dolan twins are a very, 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 very popular. Would you say pairing? No, I'd say twins. They're very popular twins on YouTube who have a channel with over 8 million subscribers. Now, you're probably... Now you're probably thinking, hmm, okay, 8 million subscribers, but why are they in the news? Well, YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan beg their fans not to crash their dad's funeral. YouTubers Ethan and Grayson Dolan have requested their fans don't turn up at their father's funeral after a hashtag started trending, suggesting they were planning to crash the memorial. My lord. The pair known together online as the Dolan Twins both tweeted about the heartbreaking loss last week, announcing to fans that they will be taking some time off following their father's two and a half year battle with cancer. Life feels like a nightmare, Ethan wrote. Taking some time off to be with our family. I love you so much, Dad. I'll see you guys soon. Grayson added, I can't believe that today is actually real. It doesn't make sense. Ethan and I are going to be taking some time off and spending it with our family. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for everything. I'll be back soon. However, before long, fans of the duo started using the hashtag, hashtag Sean Dolan meter party and Sean Dolan funeral party. Furring cords may turn up to their 50-year-old father's funeral. The YouTube stars politely begged punters to give them space. Both twins took to social media on Tuesday to ask fans respect their wish as many began disrespectfully tweeting their funeral outfits. If you are a fan of Grayson and I, we love and appreciate you so much. The best way you could support us during this time is to not show up at our father's awake or funeral, Ethan tweeted. We want this ceremony to be an opportunity for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay their respects we appreciate all of our fans so so much please respect my father sean ethan my family and we send you love through social media only thank you guys and please please respect my wish Grayson also been posted that he tweeted we want the ceremony to be an opportunity for pe- for the people who had a close connection with my dad to say goodbye and pay the respects and that's, that's fair enough, fair enough. It's, it's very sad, it's very sad, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, being a YouTuber nowadays is very, very, very rewarding. 
but can also come with a lot of sacrifices. For example, like I like you can't even attend your father's funeral. I guess it's that's what happens when you're a very famous YouTuber. Anything else from me? Yes, indeed. This podcast has lasted you about 18 minutes and 59 seconds. How long do you want this podcast to last now? Hmm. Podcasts are a lot of fun uh, with guests. However, um, I think Anchor did try that. I don't think people, you know, could or even would want to, you know, do. I did try a podcast with someone else. It was a Barcelona and he he was next to the Champions League final. Let's move on to Cardi B. And um, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately. Fortunately, Cardi B is to sign Pepsi Super Bowl commercial. Cardi reportedly uh, declined an offer to perform. Declined an offer to perform at the 2019 Super Bowl in support of Colin Kaepernick. The Super Bowl is right around the corner and the brands who can afford the famously expensive ad space are starting to roll out their commercials for the occasion. Pepsi are among those who are going big for the event and have hired Cardi B to sign their advertisements. A preview in which Cardi holds a bedazzled Pepsi can can be seen above the full ad will also star Lil Jon and Steve Carell. Cardi B appeared in Amazon's Super Bowl commercial in 2018. This year though... Anything Super Bowl related is much more political. A number of artists, including Rihanna and Cardi herself, reportedly declined offers to perform at the halftime show. That honor has been handed to Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. Fans of the artists, as well as Colin Kaepernick, have voiced their opposition to the planned appearance. Pepsi has been the Super Bowl halftime show how sponsor since 2013 in a multi-million dollar deal the super bowl airs on february 3rd and will be contested by the new england patriots against the los angeles rams i'll be watching that closely not going to lie i don't know who'll win but i'll be watching that closely who is it who is it oh yeah It was the Philadelphia Eagles last time and they won the Super Bowl. And unfortunately, I think they got kicked out, didn't they? Well, guys. There are some very, very, very competing documentaries have people reminiscing about the disaster of Fire Festival. Here's everything we know about its disgraced founder. Billy McFarland is interviewed in Hula's Fire for a documentary. Billy McFarland is best known for organizing Fire Festival, the VIP party that turned into a nightmare and instantly became infamous when hundreds of attendees were left stranded in the Bahamas. McFarlane pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges in relation to Fire Festival and sentenced to six years in prison last October. He was also 
order to forfeit the 26 million dollars that went that wasn't his this wasn't the first time McFarland had come into scrutiny for questionable business find out more on how his wire life below until april 2017 billy McFarland was relatively unknown outside of the new york elite clubbing scene but this changed overnight when fire festival the vip party that turned into a nightmare situation as attended was stranded with half-built huts to sleep in and cold cheese sandwiches to eat lit up social media mcfarland the 27 year old founder of the company behind the festival so festival pleaded guilty to wire fraud charges and was sentenced to six years in prison last october <laughs> he also faces a 26 million dollar forfeiture order betty mcfarland was raised in new jersey by two real estate developers he set up his first business a service that matched websites and designers at the tender age of 13 after a short stint at bucknell university mcfarland dropped out to set up his business venture spling an online an online ad platform it wasn't until 2013 that then the then 22 year old mcfarland started to make a name for himself with Magnesis, an elite club for New York millennials, which was accessed with the club's black card. Magnesis would run out of a West Willie townhouse. Members were invited to come and hang out or attend cocktail parties, dinners, art shows, and lectures. Dinner to celebrate the opening at the Magnesis townhouse at Magnesis 22 Greenwich Ave on March 6, 2014, in New York City. The membership, which cost $250, was also meant to give members discounted access to exclusive events, but it transpired that Magnesis wasn't delivering on his promises. In early 2017, Business Insider reported that Magnesis members were complaining that they were not receiving tickets on time, their trips were being cancelled and refunds were taking more than a month to be processed. By this point, McFarland was already on to his next venture fire festival that would take place in the bahamas over two weekends at the end of april and may 2017 he teamed up with jarul to organize the festival it was run by fire media a business mcfarland set up in 2016. it was described as an immersive music uh, festival with tickets costing north of 1.2k a host of supermodels promoted the festival including alessandro and Bosio, heidi badwin Emilio Radkowski and Bella Hadid. Guests were told they would fly in from Miami on a, cu- on a custom Boeing 737 to have the full VIP experience. Instead, they ended up waiting for hours at the airport and collecting luggage from the back of a shipping container in the dead of night. Guests were expecting gourmet food and luxurious, t- luxurious tents to sleep in. Instead, the dinner that Fire Festival promised us was, was catered by Steven Star is literally bread, cheese, and salad dressing. That is bad, you know. That is actually bad. Instead, they were given cheese sandwiches and salads. The eco-friendly domes and villas that they were meant to sleep in were um, described as disaster tent city. Oh my lord. In 2017, McFarland and Jarul were sued with $100 million 
dollars in a class action lawsuit. That's bad, man. McFarland was arrested but later released on bail. In March 2018, McFarland pleaded guilty to two counts of wire fraud. He was arrested again on June 12th in a separate fraud case. He was tried with earning $100,000 from selling fake tickets to events including Coachella and the Met Gala through a company called NYC VIP Access. On June 2019, a judge revokes his bail, deeming him a flight risk so he can't go on to any, any planes or anything. Wow. Later that month, McFarlane pleaded guilty to one count of fraud related to the NYC VIP access ticket scheme. Before his sentencing in October, McFarlane's attorney, Rondo Jackson, asked the judge to give him a light sense of citing a psychiatrist report that said he was diagnosed with a bipolar-related disorder. On October 11th, McFarlane was sentenced to six years in prison. He said, the remorse I feel is crushing. Um, I lived every day with the weight of knowing that I literally destroyed the lives of many of, of my friends and family. Two highly anticipated TV shows documentary. Document in the Wildfire Festival saga was released. One version features an interview with McFarlane. That is bad. Very bad. Well, that's all from me, guys. I hope you have an amazing day. Bye.